On today's episode, I feature a single mother to a 16-year-old son that's been born with autism. And she tells us her story with her son of the struggles that come with it. She finds a lot of comfort from John chapter 9, verse 3. She has pursued studies in sales and marketing. Currently, she is a food entrepreneur between Lusaka and Copperbelt. Her son cannot be left without anybody watching him because of his condition. And while all of this is happening, his mother has to fend and take care of his daily needs. Welcome to this podcast. All Said and Done is intention to capture community conversations with the objective of bringing the best out of it. Well, well. after all is said and done, here's your host, Vincent Kapembwa. Loveness Makomelo, welcome to All Said and Done. Thank you for having me on your program. Okay, fantastic. I am so glad you took the interview. A very bold move. I must congratulate you for that. I've come to know you through a third party. Describe, yeah. before we get to the meat of the interview, describe for me how your life was. You are a mother. How many children have you? I only have one child. Okay, so before that, before Alex. you had Alex, describe for me, how was your life? My life was normal. I was in, I was in college when I had my child. My life was normal. I had the, after college and after having my child, I, I started work and it was just a normal life where you get up every day. Mm. By then I was still staying with my parents. You get up every day, you do normal things and uh, determined about what you're going to do mm. in future. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I'm sure you agree with me. Every pregnant mother looks forward to having their child. Uh, and having a child uh, is, a, is a source of so much joy. But for you at the same time, it was um, a source of uh, a life-changing situation. Your child has a, a neuro uh, condition. Tell us about that. Okay, so um, before I had my child, obviously when I got pregnant, I was hopeful and I had so much to look forward to parties and all sorts of things for, for my child. But um, unfortunately, my child was born with uh, autism. Uh, just in case somebody out there doesn't know what autism means, autism is a neurodevelopmental disorder characterized by impaired social interaction. Mm. So my son is a non-verbal, meaning he cannot communicate like a normal child. Mm-hmm. He can't vocalize. Well, yes. He can vocalize, but not meaningful vocalization. It, not meaningful vocalization. He can call names. He can uh, he can sing a little bit of uh, lyrics from music, but you can't sit with him and have a conversation. Okay. How old is Alex? Alex turned sixteen last July. Oh, okay. Now, um, yes. before we advance, how did you find out that uh, you're going to have? Was it while you were pregnant, or was it after birth? Tell me. Actually. Um, uh, in the, in those days when Alex was born, autism, I had not heard about autism and not a lot of people actually heard, they heard about autism. So it took us um, until Alex was seven to find out that Alex was actually autistic. Uh, when he was born, he had trouble walking, he had trouble talking, uh, but because I grew up in a home where my mother had six children and a lot of grandchildren. So she had all sorts of answers for every question that I would ask. Mm. 
Hmm. And uh, I really kept pushing to say we need to take the child back to the hospital. And she would say no, he would talk. At some point he would talk. But there was just a lot of wrong things going on because you would teach him something today and three days later he had forgotten completely. You would try to talk to him. Three days later he would have completely forgotten about the new words that you had taught him. So it was seven frustrating years for me. Now, tell Before me. I knew my child had autism. Okay, tell me, uh, you obviously, I want to guess and assume that you went for postnatal visits. There are those milestones that parents, especially new parents, will be told about. Look out for this, look out for that. Did you not find yourself conflicting between what the hospital were telling you and what uh, an experienced mother like yours was telling you? Apart from uh, the Titan, mm-hmm. um, in our local language we say Akalimba. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing they told us to look out uh, look out for. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, um, what I observed was even his weight was too much because uh, there's a graph, when you go to to under five, there's a graph that uh, children are supposed to... Yeah, an index yes. where at this age, the child must weigh so much. Uh, yes, but uh, for, for Alex, it was different because when he was, he was born 4 kg, the next visit to, our, to the hospital, he weighed 7. And from 7, he was going to 15 and mm-hmm. went even up to 20. Mm-hmm. The weight was advancing more than the chart. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he used to feed beyond, no, but uh, that was a concern for me. Mm. And that is where I started getting concerned. But, you know, uh, growing, having a child, one, out of wedlocks, and then having a parent who has a lot of children and they feel they have a lot of experience, it was difficult for me to convince them to say this child is not a normal child. Okay. You bring out information yes. just there when you say having a child out of wedlock. Um, where is the father to Alex when all of this is happening? <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> some questions have to be asked. <laughs> no, yes, some questions have to be answered. They have to be answered. Actually, at the moment, I'm not even sure where he is. We parted ways when uh, when I had when I was pregnant. Okay. And I've I've really tried to reach out to him for support and even his family, but nothing has come forth. So I decided to take this journey on my own. Mm. I feel your pain. Yeah. Uh, I feel your pain. Not only is having the child in the society's unexpected environment, but also the child now has got this condition. Yeah. Tell me, what's your regular yeah. day like uh, with Alex? Okay, um, because Alex has the neurodevelopmental disorder so there are certain things that he cannot do he has um you have to help him when he wakes up he has a routine where when he wakes up he has to go to the toilet he's uh, and do his business there mm-hmm. but after that you i have to help him but and you know it's a challenge because he's a growing boy he's 16 now and um mm. His anatomy, I'm a, I'm a yes, yes, his anatomy has, has developed, his body has changed, because yes. he's a teenager he's, now. They're, they're not, he's a teenager now, and there are things I'm not even supposed to touch and see, but uh, I have no choice but to do those things every day. And really, it's, uh, it's a bit scary, because he's growing, and you know, I have to think, he, when he's 21, when he's, so it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of challenge, it's a lot of challenge, actually. It's, it's a challenge that, I have to encounter every day. 
So you don't have anybody and, helping um, you? I have somebody who helps me, but you know, they can't help all the time. I know. That is my child and uh, I'm the one who's supposed to take care of him. So it's, it's, it's a little bit challenging to to have someone, you know, it's not easy work. So it's not, it's, it's not something that you would just give someone to say, okay, they'll do it every day. Mm. They'll have an have easy break point. But you are the mother, you've got to be there. Now, when we're preparing for this interview, yeah. you did mention that you live your life between Lusaka and uh, Kadalushi. Obviously, uh, yeah. I'm guessing it's the distribution of your smoked food to different restaurants. When you're away, who's taking care of Alex? Okay, so um, Alex, um, when I say they live between Lusaka and Kadalushi, Alex used to stay with my mother on the copper belt. Mm. But unfortunately, she she died last year. Actually, today is a memorial. Oh, my condolences. Um, so she's the one who used to take, to help me take care of him. And I would travel a lot to the Copper Belt to just check on how he's doing. Because uh, I think my business is more is more productive here. And it's, celeb- it's more sellable here than, than the Copper Belt. So... After my mom, my mother died, I had to take up the responsibility now of get, uh, getting him from Kalulushi to, to Lusaka. Okay. That component of um, a child growing up, because now, uh, as you're telling me this, um, I'm trying to relate to the kind of life I have with my three kids. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the oldest is just about Alex's age. Uh, any holidays? Okay. Do you get to go out to go to church? Do you... Do you go for functions? Does Does Alex get invites to his, uh, you know, uh, age mates parties? <laughs> Alex has never gotten an invitation. <laughs> wow! Because, um, yeah, it's 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 actually painful. Come to think of it, um, because you know when he was growing up, um, okay, these days is more calm because then we didn't know what autism is and um, we used to have those meltdowns and just a lot of tantrums. So obviously people knew they can't invite Alex to a party. So there are very few times that he has been invited to a party actually. Mm. He doesn't have, the, the only friends that he has is family. Apart from family, there's um, there are two. I think two, 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 two people from his school that are his friends. Uh, that is back in Kalulushi. They, are, they, 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 them. There, there's one. There's one um, boy called Steven, who's a very good friend of his, and he would always come home to to see him. I think that is the only friend who would even invite him for a party. But I, I've never even uh, seen uh, Steven with a party. So invites for us are uh, zero. So, Even just going into other people's uh, homes is a bit difficult for us. Yeah, because there's a special need that uh, that uh, Alex needs. Now, Stephen, you bring in the picture. Is Stephen autistic as well? Stephen is autistic, but um, because uh, you know the way autism is, if you've met one child with autism, you've only met one child with autism. It comes differently. Every okay. child is different. Mm. So for Stephen, is able to talk. Yes, there are, there are other neurological developmental disadvantages that he has. But for him, actually, he went into grade eight. Mm. But uh, for my son, because he's... Um, his, his, uh, it, it really affected his, his nerves, especially on the fingers. 
Mm. So this year we were actually advised to say academically is not going to do much mm. and uh, we need to find him a skill that he can pursue so that that will help him when he when he's ready now to to face society. Mm. When you say school, which school is is he attending? Is there a special school? In uh, in Kalurushi used to attend uh, Masamba Basic. They they have a special unit there. Okay. They have a special unit for for autistic children, though they are mixed. Mm. So because they are mixed, he would. Uh, each time that he knocks off from school, he would come and start behaving like um, there's, uh, there was a classmate of his who would limp. So each time he would knock off from school, he would start limping and mimicking the other kids. So what we did is we, we got him off that school and uh, put him in a private school. Mm-hmm. He was doing okay there, but after unfortunately after COVID-19, uh, that school closed down. Mm, so mm. this year we decided, okay, I think it's time that we put him in a skilled school because uh, even the kids at his former school, like they had developed and gone and him, he was just remaining there. And you know, he gets a bit irritated when he's intimidated by little kids mm. because as much as he's autistic, he knows that he's growing. Mm-hmm. So when uh, little kids try to command him, it doesn't sit well with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, and because yes. his communication skills haven't developed, uh, his reaction, what type of reaction does he give? Okay, reactions, when he likes you, he'll greet you in the hands. Mm-hmm. Then you know, okay, he likes you. When uh, it's a lady, he'll touch your hair to, to just say, okay, you're beautiful. That's a sign to say you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't like you, he'll just walk away. Mm-hmm. I can imagine those are some of the things that probably make you smile when a stranger walks in the house, a lady, and then he touches the hair. <laughs> yes. Ah. Yes. Now, you mentioned uh-huh. uh, when we we're talking deep into his development as in education, you said you'd be looking for a talent or a skill he has. My little reading or yeah. understanding of autism is that they do, autistic uh, individuals do have a special skill almost always. They're, they're actually averagely yeah. above in terms of intelligence. Have you identified yes. that, that ability? He loves gardening, mm-hmm. but the problem we have with gardening is uh, when he's, he's trying to weed things, he he weeds everything, even the even the, even the what what is supposed to what is supposed to grow. Yes, mm. and then um, he loves a lot of music. Okay, he loves music. He loves uh, rap, and I think his favorite artist is Chef. Actually, I, 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 Chef, Chef, uh, one, 187. Chef, yes. Chef 187, yes. So I, I actually linked a lot of songs and actually started appreciating Chef from him because, you, you know, um, he knows how to operate the tablets or any other, any phone that you'd give him, mm. especially those that have passwords where you have to draw a line. Mm-hmm. When he just sees you once, he was going to open your phone and he's going to go straight to YouTube and play Shafi songs. Mm. So that is where I actually even started appreciating the the music in Shafi, okay. the artistic in Shafi, yes. 
Ah, wonderful. Uh, we've only spoken like for a few minutes and, and, I, and I can't imagine how your life has been with Alex, 16 years old, born autistic, um, heavily affected on his nervous system and development. How have you made it this far? <laughs> I have, um, I have a, a, a good support system. Tell me about that. Yes. Yeah, my family has really been helpful. Very much, uh, especially one of my nephews. They were born the same year. I think he has played a very big role in my son's life because um, because uh, autistic children mimic other people. So he he has really uh, played a big role, especially where toilet training is concerned and other little things uh, that a guy is supposed to learn. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, my mother also, my parents, um, my father, my mother, my father died in uh, 2017. Uh, they really, they, 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 they took him like their own. Mm. Yes, they took him like their own and um, they've really helped. They've really helped in all my challenges. Is there uh, support groups that someone can run to, somebody who's listening now and they have uh, an autistic individual in their family, a child? Yes, there are a lot of, uh, there, are, there are actually a lot of support groups that someone can run to. And actually my support group, especially on the Copa Delta, has just been family. They are so helpful. Okay. They've been very helpful, and especially in, um, in, in uh, doing awareness and even just in calling you to check up on you and how you're doing. Mm-hmm. They've really been helpful. Can yes. someone find them on any social platforms? Facebook? Facebook, we have Autism Awareness Zambia. Uh, you, you can actually read a bit of uh, stories there of how parents, how parents face challenges. There are a few stories that you can read from there. Mm. And uh, most of our programs are there. But um, me and my group, we concentrate a lot on um, awareness because we feel that, that, that a lot of people in the community actually need a lot of awareness before we can, we can take up on anything else. Okay. But um, if you need like assessment and um, counseling, uh, there is, um, Lenga Autism Foundation mm-hmm. they do that okay. yes they do counseling and they do assessment yes. now with all this uh, I would call probably a consistent trauma as an individual would you consider having another child well I would consider but looking at how much time I have to spend with my son and how much I have to think about my son, uh, it has been really difficult for me even to get into a relationship where I feel I think about marriage and all that. I think my life has, is more my son, my son, my son, because really it's, it's not easy having an autistic child, mm-hmm. especially for a single mother. Yeah. You just read my mind. I was actually getting to, uh, are you dating? Are you in relationships? But I thought I could uh, be polite and start off by <laughs> suggesting if you would have a child. Um, we're just getting close to winding up. Uh, do you think there are sufficient public facilities? And I want to say explicitly government. Is there sufficient support policies 
Is there something you want to see or hear from government? Yeah, I, yes, I think uh, they need to they need to put a little more effort in autism because uh, autism is still categorized in um, disabilities. And you know, as much as uh, an autistic child an, an autistic child is is disabled, but um, I want to understand it's autism is a is um it's the an ability to do things and it's not like uh, disabled disabled so they need to pay much attention to to autism mm. i was actually a bit impressed when i visited the uh, bowling special needs because that's where i wanted to take my son mm. and i realized that they've now i was told the government has now started funding it which is, uh, I think, a step closer to to what we've been fighting for for the past years. Yes. What about society? What would be your call to society? Um, I do believe that um, if, when people come to your home or maybe meet you with Alex, mm-hmm. who who don't know mm-hmm. about Alex's condition, there's always that reaction, which you can even tell. Is that right? Okay, um, I think for society, I've always believed it is the children that we need to teach a lot about autism because uh, adults have got all sorts of all sorts of um, suggestions. They'll tell you, have you been to prayers? No, take him to prayers. But um, autism is not something that you can just go and pray for and it disappears. No, it is, um, it is a way of life. Autism can be controlled through therapies and uh, it is not a disease where you have to somebody has to be medicated then they will improve no mm. it, it, it is something that you have to do a lot of therapies for it to for a child to be at a certain level mm. so for society I would encourage parents to teach their children uh, to say special needs children are also children and they are not misfits to mm. the community mm. Yes, because adults have already corrupted minds. Okay. So we need to start with the children and start going up like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know and since we're on the subject of society and being in Zambia particularly, what are some of the myths that you have come across relative to autism? <laughs> I've <laughs> suffered a lot of myths. <laughs> Share a few with us. So... <laughs> so uh, there are myths like for me who had my child out of wedlock. It was actually it was, I've I've had the parents telling their child to say no. She has that child because they are feeling if you have quite Oh no. So there are others. Yeah, it's 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 crazy like that. Mm. And then um, there are people who want to bring to to blame the either the husband or the wife to say no maybe they they were misbehaving when they were pre- pregnant that's why they they got that child mm. and then there are people who think um because the man is older or the lady is older that's the reason they have they they have an autistic child and that's so funny <laughs> actually <laughs> yeah there, there are a lot of funny <laughs> there are a lot of funny myths surrounding mm. autism mm. yes now uh, loveness after all is said and done how are you and alex mm-hmm. we are struggling <laughs> we are struggling because you know uh, everything for autistic children has to be extra mm. 
it has to be extra. So, yeah, we're struggling a bit. Mm-hmm. And especially financially, yeah. uh, there are certain, um, certain things, I'm limited. Like right now, I have to work from home. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not home, then uh, there won't be anyone to, 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 to attend to Alex. And there are so, so many disruptions I, I, anyway. I, if you want to work and then he needs to be attended to, you still can't be yes, as efficient. Yes, he needs to be attended. Yes, he needs to be attended to. Not that um, not that he cannot do certain things on his own, but we can't leave him alone because mm. we don't know what he's going to do when he's alone. Mm. So somebody has to be home all the time. And uh, it's a little bit, it, it's a challenge actually. It's mm. a very big challenge because I can't afford a maid. So meaning I have to divide my time between my nephew, the one that I stay with and myself. So if he's going to, if I, if I'm going to do my business in the morning, he has to be, he has to be out in the morning. And if I have to move out of the house, then somebody has to be within. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm limited to my business. I'm limited to my movements. I'm limited to a lot of things. All right. Now, after telling this story, as we're listening to you, uh, there are people who've been crying and there are people who are broken. There are people who are at their lowest point from different uh, challenges in life, autism included. Mm-hmm. Can you just talk yeah. to that person? Give them some courage from your experiences. Okay, from my experience, you know, you know um, I was broken uh, when, I, when, when I knew my son was autistic. Um, there was even a time I got, I went into depression and, you know, I just stayed away from society completely. I remember I went and stayed in Mufila for, I think, a year so that I can just, I didn't want to see my son. I didn't want to see, it was just frustrating for me. But then, um, I, I realized at that time I realized, okay, life has to go on. And I came across a verse in, um, in, in, in the Bible, that is uh, John 9, verse uh, 3, which says, Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made to manifest in him. So I always believe those every, every parent who has an autistic child, it is because God wants to use them for a certain purpose. We don't realize it's there and then, but when we journey on with uh, the Bible in our hands and in our hearts, it's, it's, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. Yes, I may be having my challenges, but each time things really get hard and I feel like, okay, I have to give up, I go back to the Bible and read that verse. It's like a daily affirmation for me. Mm. Loveness, yes. thank you so much for sharing your story and Alex's as well. Okay, thank you. There you go. All said and done podcast. Don't miss the next episode. <laughs>